Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 794. And today we continue looking into the shadow of Jinky 55, which is victimization. Today we're going to be looking into the solar plexus, the second brain and the riddle of the eons. <laughs> what a title, right? Um, but basically uh, on this part is when... Um, Richard Rod, the author of the Jinkies, he starts to go into his uh, prophecy. And uh, he's, he's going back. Um, um, the connection of our emotional center, what uh, he calls the solar plexus. Uh, he doesn't really talk about much of it, you know, and... Uh, <clears throat> But it's uh, it's 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 a, the part where the emotions are processed. But um, we're talking about electromagnetism here, and and obviously, as we looked into yesterday, the emotions being the consequence of electrical currents um, having an effect on the brain and the glands, um, releasing chemicals. Um, so there's an electromagnetic effect, and then there's a physical chemical effect, and uh, but. We're also going to be talking about memory and uh, the memory of the DNA. And we're also going to be talking about the memory of the soul. And we're going to be talking about um, history. And we know that history is recorded by the victor, right? If we look back at history, it's war, war, war after war after war after war after war. And what, who fucking knows what actually happened? Because by the time you get... Uh, whatever ends up surviving as, you know, information after the war, it's always going to be the version of the victor. And uh, when we're talking about the great deluge, right, this flood that it's written in all um, traditions and, and all over the world, there's, there was this flood and... Um, well, that was the ultimate war, <laughs> like a war with nature, right? It's like you, you, you cannot win that war. So what was what happened before that? And uh, but if we expand our consciousness, and when you actually have your you link your ability of perception to the Akash, right? The Grand Akash, the ocean of information of the multiverse, uh, you can download this information yourself. You know, you can you can. Uh, tap and and have your own download of what actually happened, but there is physical evidence throughout history that there have been other eras in our civilization. Um, and um, I just recently saw this. Um, I, I actually had heard about that a long time ago, but it kind of re reminded me as I just saw it. Um, there is a cave. In, underneath the Grand Canyon in the United States, in um, I don't know if it's in the Nevada side or the Arizona side, but when they discovered it, um, it has all the remnants of an Egyptian civilization here in the United States, right? And uh, obviously the the information came out. It was financed for a little bit by um, the museum. I don't remember this big museum that used to finance uh, expeditions beginning of the century, last century. <laughs> but eventually they cut the funding and they sh shelved the entire thing. And now it's a uh, government land, right? And uh, nobody nobody knows what's in there. But it's there. And there's so many um, um, hieroglyphs throughout, uh, you know, particularly this area here, Grand Canyon and all of that, um, 
where you see um, depictions of extraterrestrials, depiction of the, what they call the natives, called the ant people, right? And uh, when we're looking back in history, we're looking back and at what Aristotle, Aristotle, I think Aristotle used to call um, um, Atlantis. Is it Aristotle or Plato? I think it was Aristotle, right? And he uh, and 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 he wrote a lot about that, and. Um, and then all of that information, um, when we're thinking about the Library of Alexandria, right? Um, how much stuff was there written? And when we're thinking about what's underneath the Library of the Vatican, how much information do they have? Why is this information not being released? Uh, because it um, challenges the um, narrative. The current narrative that we've been here for 10,000 years or so and, you know, came from the monkey and all that stuff. And when you uh, look at Zechariah Sitchin, the chariots of the gods, right, uh, this whole um, um, uh, Sumerian tablets that told us, tell the story of this extraterrestrial civilization that came to colonize um, this this planet, and created a, a race, a genetic race of of slaves, in order to mine the gold of the um, of the planet, in order to take it to their planet, because they had some sort of technology that enabled them to put gold in their atmosphere to um, um, cap capture the um, the power of their sun, which was a weak sun or something like that. It's a very interesting stuff, and uh, but there's so much information about this, um, not just Atlantis and Lemuria, but even before that. Uh, at this point, it's, it's almost like the Matrix, you know, it's like, you know, there's a part in, I think it's the second Matrix or something, or maybe even the first, it's like, well, we, we think that it's been this long, but honestly, we don't really know, because it could be thousands of years since the machine have taken over, right? So... We have this idea, yes, and there's physical evidence under the oceans and, you know, of civilizations that had technology that uh, does not correspond to the, you know, official history. Uh, and we can tell, yes, we had an Atlantis, yes, we had a Lemuria, but there was more. And and um, when, when we understand that um, civilizations, and particularly our civilization, um, there's gaps in the evolutionary um, development of our species that make absolutely no sense uh, when you can uh, totally understand that all that's needed at that time was, you know, some scalpel right from um, somebody say, OK, well, let's take this monkey or, you know, this Neanderthal and, and put some, you know, DNA from, you know, this race from Lyra or uh, Andromeda or whatever or Cirrus, right? And then we have a functional creature there, and uh, and and so when you look at it in in, in terms of evolutionary spans, then there is a, this gap that makes absolutely no sense. But in order for this creature to evolve to what it become in a hundred years, you know, it would have taken millions of years. So at a, at a, at a constant spacing of how um, genetics evolve, right? And according to and the studies that they have, you know, figured out or they've put out, right? We don't um, really know shit. We don't know anything about what's been going on here. Whatever the 
official narrative is you can consider that, you know, a bunch of um, information mixed with this information and misdirection. And so uh, we take everything with a grain of sand. Also, um, obviously, I mean, I mean, from the position of like, I take a look at everything and I, I do my own research and then I make my own mind and then I connect with my own, you know, direct source of information and I have my own theories, right? Um, and uh, when I remember my connection to um, timeless consciousness, I can have experiences, metaphysical experiences, when I, um, when I remember a lot of this stuff. But what I remember and what somebody else remembers is two different things because we might be doing two different things at the same time. And, and you know, it might, life might have looked very different back then, you know, if you were a nobleman in a spaceship versus, you know, a slave in a, in a mine, you know. It's like, what kind of memory are you going to have, right, when you were having that experience? So, but we're going to be looking into uh, what Richard Rod is talking about this eons um, these eras, right? And and he is making the analogy to the hero's journey. And and I love that analogy because that's what I use in my, in my book, what I'm writing right now. And, and I've studied, and I'm, I'm studying writing. <coughs> and obviously, um, Joseph Campbell was right on about this when he uh, wrote the, the Hero with a Thousand Faces, right? He documented that this is the journey, right? Uh, in in all civilizations or all you know from all parts of the world, there is the hero's journey, and we as a civilization we are this is a movie, right? We are writing this movie. We are experiencing our own movie as a whole civilization and as an individual, and everything moves in this um, three act structure, right? So we're gonna be looking into all of that, and I'm gonna be expanding because Richard really. It's just kind of like smearing here some, you know, fancy looking words, but he doesn't really dive into into this. Maybe he's he's just kind of laying it out and it's going to come more deeper. And I think he is going to really go more deeper as we dive deeper into this, his prophecy, right? Because this is his prophecy of um, the awakening of consciousness and what he calls the great change. And as we talked about yesterday, um, I, I see this as a consequence of the evolution of consciousness itself, right? Not the consequence of the of the bio machine pushing that consciousness, because that that's impossible. And uh, so we're gonna be diving into that. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you wanna go to Jorn TV. That's J O U R N TV. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one, and that will take you to episode um, 256. Listen to that episode. That'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this tool, these Gene Keys, um, to uh, liberate ourselves from the hijacking of the personality. Uh, there's two of us in these bodies. There's there's who we are, who we truly are, which is the positioner of the attention, the observer, the presence in the present. And, uh, and, and then there's the personality, which is the body-mind consciousness, right? And so we're in this ever-struggle with the personality for power. Who's going to control the attention? And uh, it's either us we, who command our attention or is the personality who commands our attention. And so everybody, mostly in this reality, to a, to a lesser or higher degree, is um, 
<clears throat> overrun by the personality. And when you get to have uh, some stuff done, you you manage to here and there actually position your attention at will. But there's levels and depth of how much you can r rescue and, and liberate your attention, your your ability to position your attention at, at will, which is the the free will that we've been given by God. This is our greatest, our, 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 our superpower, the ability to position our attention at, at will. And that is who we are, the one who positions the attention. We are not uh, our past or our future or our dreams or our hopes or our guilt or our shame or any shadow. We are not our memories, our opinions. We are not uh, people, places, things, events. We are not time and we uh we are you know we don't even have a name you know who we are is the divine land of creation focused through a per particular point of perspective into this reality through this body uh, in order to have an experience a physical experience in order to expand the the ex experience of god that's what we are we we are god is us right if you want to say it. this through all of us Oh, throughout the entire multiverse. And we're talking about just this planet. Yes, all of human civilization. Uh, but uh, we are writing these biomachines. And this reality, these bodies have their own mind. And, and have uh, compute information and, and store data, right? And, and have opinions and beliefs. And, 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 you know, and so they think they exist. But uh, they don't. They're just, they're, they're a vehicle. They're a bio-vehicle. And, uh, and so um, the bio-vehicle responds to our evolution, the evolution of consciousness itself. As we evolve, as our experience becomes more and more profound and we uh, gain more understanding of what is life in physical reality, the body adapts to that. And so um, the way we use these uh, Gene Keys tools is we're learning how to move consciousness, frequency of consciousness, um, from the frequency of fear uh, onto the frequency of love and ultimately liberate that uh, com that um, hijacking from the personality and and dissolve that attachment, that conglomeration of the individual where I call who you are, who we are is we are the individual, right? The individual point of attention of God, right? And then at that point, the, the personality dissolves the body-mind consciousness, right? We still have the body. But then the body becomes the true servant of God, right? And we call that the entrance to the kingdom of heaven. The, we call that the divine gift, the, the city. And that's just the entry point into the room of the 64 doors, right? Ultimately, at that point, when once we are in the, inside of the, of the room, everything dissolves. We go back to God and we take the body with us. That's what's called ascension, right? Ultimate ascension, physical ascension. Um, but... Those are lofty thoughts, you know, our attention is not there because we have, you know, you have to turn on the burger before it burns, right, or the tortilla, right? The work here is really uh, fulfillment, yeah? manifesting fulfillment in your life, physical life experience before you die, right, before the body dies, right? And And what does that even mean? It means understanding how reality works, how the building blocks of reality reconfigure reality so that we can experience a, a different experience because we're stuck in loops of addiction. 
of, of addiction of, and not us, the personality stuck in these loops, right? This body-mind consciousness that runs the show here. And uh, when we become aware that that's what's happening, then we, re- we, um, we reclaim our attention, and and little by little, it's like spiritual lift waiting. Uh, we um, we we understand reality, bring that experience as electromagnetism because we're in the physical reality, right? And returning back to God, and so all of that information. Episode two hundred fifty six. You um you you'll see um there's a link there that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, it'll take you to the Jinkies website so that you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is a map. Um, and you'll see on that page uh, an example of that map. It's, uh, it has a, it kind of looks geometric with um, five, uh, 11 circles and numbers and words and lines. And um, this is a map that we're using to uh, map our entry point in this reality with this biomachine we're writing, understanding the issues that we have to address, right? And uh, after a while, when you've been working with the Jinkies for a while, you realize that's just uh, kind of like the porch, the foyer of the whole work, right? Those 11 circles, which is profound. It'll take you a while to go through that stuff. Uh, and ultimately, our entire genetic configuration of the bio machine is these 64 building blocks of reality, basic, uh, um, kind of like... Um, there's there's a blueprint of reality and change interconnects with other change and creates this lattice of um of experience right of um if we are able to understand the changes in our life why are they happening then we are able to move through our life and process these experiences if, instead of they're getting stuck in the spiritual intestine and now we we have you know we're and then we we can't process life and we're stuck in these loops of of energy that that is hasn't been hasn't flown properly back to god as wisdom and so that's our job our job is to position our attention and that attention is going to uh, create two things it's going to create an um um uh, it's going to download from the river of thought that frequency of electromagnetism that manifests in the physical reality lands in your brain, like that's the greatest receiver, and then that electricity is going to create, um, <clears throat> um, uh, uh, it's, it's going to spread throughout your nervous system. And it's going to create through the endocrine system also our chemicals. And the first thing that you're going to create, you're going to create. First thing, the emotion is energy, right? This electromagnetism is going to create emotion. That is the that is what we're we're after here. That is the wisdom. That is what the soul records. The soul records the emotion of the experience, and then the body is going to record the chemical of that frequency of emotion and thought. And and because it it kind of creates kind of like a field. It, it the, the body becomes an, an amplifier of that signal and it's going to create an electromagnetic um, signature that is going to um, reconfigure reality. And then you're going to attract into your reality the same f- magnetic frequency that you are broadcasting. You're going to have a physical experience equal to the thought that you've contemplated. And that's what we're after, the experience. When we have the experience... <coughs> then we know, then we have truth, we have enough experience, then we will have wisdom. And that's what we're after. The more we understand these changes of reality, how reality, how change works, 
then uh, little by little we're going to uh, manifest our fulfillment, right? True fulfillment in the physical world. And uh, so it's a profound work. All of that information is there on that episode 256. Um, get your um, hologenetic profile. There's uh, there's an index. There's there's resources. There's um, you know Richard Rod explaining what this thing is and the hologenetic profile. There's an audio. There's there's um, there's charts of all the 64 gene keys and their dilemmas and their victim patterns. Profound, profound work. It's a tool. Do not put this tool in a pedestal and start, you know, singing prayers into it and saging the whole thing. Because I think that's, why, that's how we get stuck in, in everything. Right? We use the tool for its purpose. And when we're done, we just, you know, throw it away. But this is a profound tool. It's going to take you years to go through. And what it ultimately does, it helps you liberate yourself from the hijacking of the personality, the power that the personality has over you, has over everybody. <clears throat> now, if you want to learn more about John.tv, about me, about planet homemaking, about the pioneers of the Great Awakening, about uh, um, Pearl Planet, click on the About tab, listen to episode one. The purpose of this brand is because right now on a physical level in this reality, we are experiencing the the um, life or death need to make decisions that are life or death. And uh, we have reached a point in our evolution where the power of uh, propaganda has reached uh, uh, almost like a spellbinding uh, level. It's, it's, it has evolved to a point that it's become mind control. And every, pretty much everything you hear in the legacy media, it's uh, engineered and uh, has an engineer agenda. And whether it's true or it's true, uh, coded with lies or misinformation or misdirection, um, you know, very few of it is actually true. And it's been happening for a long time, but now we're in a place where um, people are coerced to make decisions that are killing them. And this started with the whole um, um, worldwide coup d'etat that happened with this uh, coronavirus thing and this uh, bioweapon, this uh, mRNA vaccine, in quotes, it's not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon. And, uh, and a lot of people has died, have died since then. And um, it totally bypassed all the requirements for any vaccine to actually be, you know, approved. And um, so do your own research. Find the truth for yourself, because if you listen, if you're listening to the legacy media, you're listening to a narrative, and it, it will, it will, because they're all saying the same thing. You think is is true, but it is not. Lots of people are are right now experiencing these adverse reactive reaction effects, and there's so much about that. So on that page, on that uh, the about page, there's um, there's a video that talks about these vaccines, This um, the video that talks about what, what is mass formation psychosis, which is the time of mind control that civilization is experiencing right now, where the, um, you know, realizing the truth is so, um, it challenges so much your perception of reality that you're not able to handle that because all of what you believe is true falls apart. And so you rather just go along with the lemmings uh, up to the butcher block but because you are, you know, the person, not you, but the personality <coughs> can't handle it because it, it has a personality, has a, you know, has a level of power and level of social status. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a logical person and I, I don't believe in nonsense like that, right? All of that bullshit. This is the kind of stuff that's been killing people. When people really wake up is when their child dies, when their mother dies in one of these um, 
um, senior places that they just murdered millions of people all over the world. Um, and their brothers, their husbands, and they get in, um, um, infertile. And all of these things are happening. People getting balls, palsy, myocarditis, pericarditis, a mass amount of cancers coming out all over the place. And, uh, <clears throat> blood clots the uh, the undertakers all over the all over the world they're just finding these disgusting strands inside of the um arteries and 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 blood vessels and people are dying of that stuff uh, a bunch of um professional um athletes in the you know the height of their youth and their strength collapsing on the fields um and it's happening all over the world right and and more important you know asking what is artificial intelligence and and what kind of technology is actually happening to which level and how, what do we know about this and how do we understand artificial artificial intelligence and, and biotechnology and um, the level that this has been developed to which purpose and ultimately we bring all of that home and say all of this is happen happening in the, at the world stage on what I call the hierarchical matrix system, right? But the source of the power of this, you know, world shadow, it's our internal shadow. The unembraced aspects, the undigested experiences, the un misunderstood parts of our lives, the, the suppressed and repressed aspects of our experience. When we realize the truth, because this is what Jesus said, right? You know, the truth shall set you free. He wasn't talking about the galactic truth or, you know, the the, the, the X-Files truth. The truth is out there. No, no, he was talking about personal truth. You realize who you are. Know thyself. Then when you realize who you are, that shadow at an electromagnetic level, it's feeding the machine, the, the matrix, you are literally by being uh, uh, sleep, sleeping, by sleep and uh, being uh, hypnotized, your energy is feeding off this world shadow. When you wake up, you realize your own shadow and integrate that and embrace it and digest it. You cut off the supply of energy from that reality. And now you're going to move your attention to a different reality. And the more people, more of us, we do that, we are cutting off the supply of attention. Attention is the greatest power of the universe. It is not money. It is not electricity. It is not power or just power over others or this or what. I guess power is attention is power. Um, and it is not time. It is definitely not time. It is attention. Because you can spend a lot of time doing something, but your attention could be somewhere else. Right? It is attention. You decide that this you know, pr projected reality in front of us, it's fake. And you realize it. And you follow the money. Look for the money trail, for the receipts. Actually find out where the money comes from. That will tell you what's going on. If you want physical proof, right? Follow the money. And you, you suddenly realize, oh my God, this is what's going on. Boom, you pull the attention somewhere else. You, you heal your own internal struggle, right? And now that house of cards that is the world stage, world shadow loses its foundation because it's based on attention. People no longer believe the legacy media. It is collapsing right now. I think yesterday, the other day, I saw the Washington Post, I think. It fired, you know, I don't know, 100, 150, or 150,000. I don't know exactly how many employees. 150 employees, I think. 
and it's losing, it's hemorrhaging money. There's an actual like, you know, there's an actual document that explains how much money all of these publications and big, you know, CNN and corporations, how much money they're losing because the advertisers are realizing that they're not having the viewer numbers that they used to have. So they're pulling their advertising money from there and they're putting it somewhere else. Follow the money. You want to know what's really going on? Follow the money. And yeah, that is because people no longer believe what they are being told. That means we are awakening as a civilization. And we're going to be diving into that uh, because Richard calls it um, the great change, right? And uh, I think he doesn't uh, kind of understand the details yet that are actually unfolding at a physical level. <laughs> but uh, but he, is, he, he has foreseen this thing because we all have access to the Akash. So we have access to this download of information. We actually can know stuff directly from the source, right? But if you need proof, follow the money. Look, find out what Vanguard is and BlackRock and, and how is that connected to everything. Where is the money flowing for all the corporations? Where is it going? If you, if you are one of those, I need to have proof. Follow that money. But it is happening and we're pooling that attention. And, and that house of cards is collapsing as it's happening. And as it's collapsing, it's, it's creating a lot of chaos. Because it doesn't want to end. Just like the personality doesn't want to give power over us, right? The world shadow doesn't want to give their power away. Doesn't want to lose their attention of all the people that have been giving it their attention, right? Um, so it's fighting. And this fighting is war. So if you don't have the uh, proper information to make the proper decisions in your life, you could end up in a wrong timeline. What I mean by wrong timeline is not really wrong timeline because we're all eventually going back to God sooner or later. It's either now or in 50,000 years. You know, what should you choose? You know, now and, and, you know, experience love, you know, in the next 10, 15, 20 years or, or spend the next 55,000 years in agony and suffering and slavery and then experience love in 50,000 years. <laughs> yeah, it's up to you. But uh, but it's great when you have the uh, information that's going to help you. Information, data. This isn't truth. This is data. You need to experience it in order for it to become truth. You have this information, this data, then you can actually make proper decisions. So let's dive into what Richard Rudd is talking about here. The solar plexus, the second brain, and the riddle of the eons, right? Sounds like a great fucking like, title for a, um, <laughs> for a, for a sci-fi uh, book, right? <laughs> but, uh, but he doesn't really go too much into, into that right now. We're going to deep dive a little bit long, uh, deeper into it. And then, and then um, you know, I'm sure he's going to be talking more about that in the, in, the, in the next, as he goes through this 55th Jinky, which is a pretty long one. And, uh, and then eventually we're going to, um, this is, this is that's actually pretty, it's going to take us a couple months to go through this thing. But it's going to be fun. And I'm going to be dissecting like there's no tomorrow. So here we go. The emotional matrix of the 55th shadow exists within the solar plexus region in the human body. The massive complex of the nerve ganglia in this area has often been referred to as the second brain. Um, it operates independently from the cranial brain through its continual governance of vascular and visceral functions within the body. The sheer voltage of our emotional states, <clears throat> particularly at their extremes, 
far outweighs the subtle cognitive process of reason that uh, emanate from the cranial brain. And uh, <clears throat> I'm going to dissect this whole thing um, from the top. We need to understand um, how the brain works and how the body works at its very core. Number one, the body doesn't work without the soul. The, do the body doesn't work without you. <clears throat> you are the soul. We are the soul. The soul is a recorder of emotion. It sits uh, in the heart, close to the, to, the, um, to the heart, kind of to the left, right? There's, a, there's a kind of like a, an area right there. Every single person that dies, they lose uh, 21 ounces, 13 grams of weight. And they have found that that is not water, it's not fluids, it is the soul. And a lot of people still, you know, doubt that it is, right? But, you know, eventually we're going to get to that. Um, I guess I read um, at some point ago, I read that the evolution of our species is going to make a huge jump when there was uh, the scientific discovery of the soul, right? And it is coming. This is what's going to actually happen uh, that will really triggers this um, great change. Well, the great change happens first, and eventually we have that scientific discovery of the soul, we truly understand the nature of electromagnetism. And it's not that it hasn't been discovered yet. It's that the mainstream hasn't been um, um, told that it has been discovered. Because we've known about this stuff for so long. Um, but uh, it's, not, it's not useful for the you know, current state of the world for people to know that they actually have a soul and it's been scientifically proved. Because otherwise, if, if people have a soul, then they cannot be controlled. Right. If you are the child of God, then you are not the child of the, the state, you know, like what China wants you to believe in the CCP. Right. You know, they don't want religion. They want spirituality. They want Big Daddy to be Big Daddy and, you know, control every single fucking aspect of their lives. And that's that's um, that is the evolution of fear. Um, you know, uh, the pinnacle of the third seal, the third chakra. Right. Uh, and um, this is where the. Um, where right above the third seal, um, we're gonna have these, you know, these ganglia of these solar plexus, and this is where we're stuck right now on the third seal, closed third seal. It's power, uh, power over others. We need to have that understanding of internal power because you know you cannot skip steps. That kundalini is going up. So we have to have that understanding and we and then that understanding is not just physical is is physical metaphysical it's electromagnetic and it has many layers of understanding subtle understanding of reality the world is not just this physical thing it's comprised of many layers of 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 reality and and at its very foundation is consciousness which is um, a river of thought of all thought and that is the underlying you know foundation of reality not only physical but in all layers you know that are subtle right all planes of existence <laughs> so when we're talking about the solar plexus and the second brain we're talking about processing electromagnetic currents um, the one that starts the whole thing is you the individual the positioner of the attention the observer. I, I, I don't call it observer a lot because observer is very kind of fuzzy. You know, well, what, is, what are you observing? But when I say positioner of the attention, it's very clear. You are the positioner of the attention. 
That's what you are. That's what we are. We, we position attention. The attention is God, right? You know, we, we are attention is here and then God flows through that. Wherever you position your attention, it's just like, you know, um, um, going on a, on a rabbit hole on an internet, going from link to link to link, you know, on the internet and eventually who knows where you are, but you're kind of linking information that's related to this or that, you know, to this kind of subject or that. So you're going to start downloading. And when you position your attention, the whole machine of reality gets in motion. And we're positioning our attention all the time. But for most of the time, we're positioning our attention on lower frequency, very limited loops of consciousness that keeps the personality, you know, um, pacified with a pacifier. And, and it's not really pacified because it's more like a roller coaster. We talked about this roller coaster yesterday on the episode yesterday. <laughs> We um, position the attention and then thought starts flowing into the brain. Thought is um, in the brain. It turns into electromagnet, electromag electrical currents. Electricity and magnetism is one, right? So it does carry magnetism, electricity and magnetism. And that in the brain is going to um, transform. It has a frequency. It has a tone, right? It has a level of electricity, right? Or a, 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 a kind of like a... A kind of a type of electricity, if you want to call it like that, right? A level of, 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 of frequency. And according to that level, is going to have a certain effect on the brain. And the brain is going to create um, one. It's going to shoot that electrom electricity through the uh, nervous system, through the entire body, activating the glands. And it's also going to create chemicals from the brain. And the glands are going to create chemicals. When it reaches the solar plexus, this is a, a huge area that can process a lot of that electricity. And what we're experiencing in this electricity is two things. is the electromagnetic effect of emotion, and it is secondary. It is the chemical effect in the body. This is what emotion is. And then it gets recorded into the soul, which is existing in another realm. It's not, it's not physical, the soul it's 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 kind of this is what we are we're we're, we're this little light uh, riding this bio machine right this bio machine is just like it's like a robot right but it's it's a bio robot and so uh, and then it gets recorded into that recorded of emotion boom now we know we had an experience and then and then because the body is an amplifier of electromagnetism is going to through the electromag our electromagnetic field is going to emanate a frequency tone electromagnetic into reality into physical reality that is going to um has a frequency tone it has a signature and it's going to um <coughs> to reconfigure or or match a, re a configuration of physical reality that is going to be magnetized towards that because it's magnetic. And we're talking about subtle levels of reality, not physical, not just the only electromagnetism that we can recognize. It's on several, many levels, right? And so you're going to have an experience. You're going to have an experience from people, places, things, events. You know, all of these experiences are going to come to you and they're going to match that that frequency tone that you broadcasted with that whole process. But it gets processed in the solar plexus when we are still not balanced on a male-female negative-positive charge polarity. We are having this experience on the solar plexus um, 
and we can have a solar plexus um, uh, kind of um, polarized experience. Once we have actually you know, raised the vibration of the Kundalini up to the fourth and fifth seal, then the solar plexus behaves a different way. It becomes some, as a machine that it's properly operating. The, the, the body is an extraordinary machine. It's the most advanced machine that we have in this reality. It's, it's epic. It's, that's why it's called the temple of God, right? We have an, an incredible machine. But at a third level, of a third, a third seal level of reality, the solar plexus is uh, it's operating uh, under the command of the body-mind consciousness, right? Because we are unconscious. We, we don't know that we are the ones originating the entire thing. We're, we're in charge of the entire operation, right? And so it's unbalanced. And when it is unbalanced, the energy doesn't get processed properly and it gets stuck. And this is when we get stuck on these emotional loops, these emotional addictions. And we start creating manifesting realities because we're broadcasting a signal. We're manifesting realities that are shit and they keep coming and you say why did i keep experiencing this fucking shit over and over and over again because you're stuck stuck on a on a frequency right and it is because the, the body mind consciousness running the show and a high hijack your attention <coughs> so the <clears throat> and he says right here you know a relatively little is known about the exact nature of the neurocircuitry within the solar plexus or about its mechanics and true capabilities. Well, he doesn't know what's going on, but I just told you. <clears throat> Obviously, there is much more science. And if you want to actually dive into the, you know, understand neurobiology, that is incredible. If you are into that kind of stuff, dive into that with this, you know, data that, that you know, we're sharing here. And you will see how everything starts making sense. Everything is connected. And so, um, <clears throat> so relatively, it's about the exact nature of the neurocircuitry within the solar plexus or about its mechanics and true capabilities. What we do know is that despite our best efforts, our emotions have more power over us than our minds. And so here's again the, the, the same thing. He's identifying with the body-mind consciousness. It's not our, the emotions are not ours. The emotions are, are a process is, is, is what happens here. Because you position your attention, you know, and, and so when you when you're not uh, properly operating the bio machine, it 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 still works because it's not going to stop working, but it's not working at it at you know at maximum uh, capabilities. It's not even working at ten percent. You know, I mean five. I don't know. It's like we don't really use these bodies at all. <clears throat> we we're just waddling on them. <laughs> you know, and this we're like drunkards. You know, they, these these bodies are epic. They're they're incredible. You know, and so so it's not the power of our minds. It's the body mind consciousness. You know, um, when you when you're talking about um, your attention, if you truly dislodge yourself from your beliefs and your opinions and you know your expectations and your past and all of your 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 your, which is not your your your, is the personality. You truly have that clear attention right there, where you want it. It's a relief. Uh, Richard Rock calls it the pause, right? But as you observe the personality doing its thing, don't judge it and don't beat yourself up about it because we're in, kind of entwined with this thing. We need to learn how to, un, un, to untangle it. It's a tangle of cables, this whole thing. You know, it's like a noodle soup, <laughs> but, 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 you know, stuck. And so little by little, we realize that 
Because thought is the beginning, it's subtle. But emotion, now it carries electromagnetism shot through the body. And it has created, commanded the creation of a cocktail of, of chemicals. So when he's talking about the emotions are stronger than the mind, he, he, he's not really going into it, but it is stronger because now the body is running on high. It's like, you know, take some mushrooms and you know try to get out of the high before, you know, five hours. You're not going to be able to do that. It's the same thing with emotions or, or get drunk. You know, now you're having a chemical in the body, right? You're going to be drunk for a while and then it goes down and now you feel depressed or whatever, or like tired. You want to puke. It's chemical. The, the emotions are chemical. That's why they're hard to get rid of, you know, or the, they're so strong because now the body is in a state affected at a physical level by chemicals. So if we can, from the very beginning, go to the origin, go to the root of the whole thing, which is the positioning of the attention, you don't create chemicals. As soon as you created the chemicals, now you're on bitching mode. You know, motherfuckers, they're out to get me. <laughs> get out of that one. You know, because now, you, now you're an automatic. It's, 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 an, it's a drug. And we, we are addicted to this drug. So the, re, we are, the personality is addicted to this, this drug, right? So the reawakening of the solar plexus, the riddle of the eons. And here's where he's going into, uh, Richard is going to his prophecy. <clears throat> Much of the 55th gene key transmission concerns the future of our species <clears throat> as it moves through the great change, what he calls the great change. <clears throat> One of the greatest pieces of the puzzle is found in our very distant past. Generations of mythologists, folklorists, archaeologists, mystics, and historians have spoken of another race of human um, beings that existed before our modern recorded history. Um, all our great human myths and fairy tales are encoded with information about a lost golden age that was extinguished or lost in some form of vast cataclysm, deluge, or flood. To the psychologists, these myths have always been seen as metaphorical and archetypal psychic yearnings to return to the security of the womb. But what if they are actually folk memories held within our ancestral DNA? The 55th Jinky has much to say about this. And, um, and that is the beauty of the body, right? The body um, has genetic memory. It has the stories and the experiences of our ancestors recorded in the body. And, but he, he, needs, he needs the soul to activate that because the soul carries the emotion. The body is just physical, right? It's the, the information is, it's almost like the, the, the body is the computer and the, the soul is the electricity. And so the computer could just sit there without electricity. You're not gonna, you, you, it's not going to do anything. It needs to be plugged in so that the electricity runs through the computer and it turns it on. You actually get to see the information. So the information is in the body. Um, but the, the codes that turn on the specific information are recorded as emotion in the soul. You have that emotion in the soul recorded for all your history to the beginning of this landing in this, you know, not, not even this multiverse, but the entire womb of creation before time, right? So we're talking about even before time, we have all of the information recorded in the soul. And uh, so those are the access codes. That's the electricity, not only the electricity, but the access codes to trigger the opening of all this memory. 
And this memory, and, and you know, when we're talking about, and you make your own research, right? Because when we get it talking about aliens and all that stuff, it's awesome. I love talking about it, and I love listening about this. Do I know this stuff? Parts of it I remember, you know, through my um, genetic memory, through the what I've seen and when I have metaphysically downloaded from the Akash, right? Uh, but we all get different kind of versions of this past, uh, but basically, Atlantis at some point, and not just the end of Atlantis, but for a very, very long time, they had spaceports, they have dimensional spaceports, races from other civilizations would come here. It was an amazing place. And even before the Anunnaki, right, those who come from space, there was another civilization before that. So when we're talking about these fairies or leprechauns or, you know, giants and, you know, these elves and, and, and dwarves and all of these kind of creatures, right? These are different kinds of, of aliens and different kinds of versions of, of you know, dimensional beings. Because when we're talking about aliens, we're, we're not just talking about from another planet, but we're talking about from other dimensions, and some of them are still here existing in other dimensions. And when we understand that there are other dimensions of reality that are uh, to a degree physical, but not vibrating at the same wavelength that we are. And all of this stuff, you look at the math is there. The math is there when you looking look at the science. It's just that they haven't figured out in quotes how to actually do it. But have they? And uh, when you're looking at those all these folk traditions, what did these people in the past had that uh, that enabled them to see fairies and dwarves and gnomes and all this stuff? They were not bombarded by information that was telling them what was true and what was not, what was real and what was not, right? So their attention was clear from beliefs. That, that limited them from having to access that wavelength of the thought of God, right? Of the stream of consciousness. Boom. And in a moment, they could actually see, enter into another dimension and perceive a gnome and a fairy and all of these creatures. Because they're out there. And, and some of them are very advanced. You know, some of them are not. But um, but it, all of these realities exist. All, and, and there are brothers and sisters, you know, everybody in, in all dimensions, in all the entire multiverse, we're all made out of God, right? They're just having a different experience. You know, how are you going to see these creatures? And you're going to see them at some point. This is where we're going. You know, ultimately, these, you know, doors of perception. You take some DMT, you're going to see these, these creatures all over the place, you know. And uh, I'm not saying do that, but, you know, people started doing that. And, you know, it's literally our the ability of our brain to perceive other realities. But we've been conditioned to believe that reality is one thing and not others. And back in the day, these folk people, they didn't have any of those constraints. Um, although many ancient cultures have devised methods of mapping vast spans and cycles of time... One pattern holds true at the simplest and most mythical level, the trinary pattern. Every great work of art or allegorical story has at its core this archetypal trinary time flow, which divides all human narrative, internal and external, into threes. Woven into the very structure of the human psyche is a profound resonance to these fundamental patterns. There is always some kind of initial fall from grace, followed by a journey of discovery and trial, 
culminating in a final redemptive victory. When we apply this mapping to the whole of human evolution, we see our human story depicted as three great eons, vast spans of time marked by four major leaps in consciousness. The three eons and their fourth turning points describe the evolutionary arc of our entire planetary consciousness. Essentially, this threefold pattern describes three distinct evolutionary stages culminating in a fourth transcendent stage, a tetrahedral geometry of consciousness. The three eons and their evolutionary stages. So uh, now he's going to be going, and we're going to be diving into that in the next episodes. Um, he's going into these eras of evolution, of civilization, right? And there is so much out there, so much. When you look at, for example, Edgar, Edgar Cayce, um, uh, channeling of Atlantis, right? You know, what's he? I mean, he was a medium or something. He was like, he was not, not, I don't know if he was a channel. The right word is uh, something like that. But he's, and when you talk, we look at Dolores Cannon stuff where he, he, she gets to, you know, entered into this state where she can download stuff from people directly from um, their connection to the source. Everybody's got stories about this stuff. There's so much stuff that happened. And it wasn't just Atlantis. It was even before that. And um, Richard Rudd talks about it in eons. We don't truly know exactly how it worked. Uh, but apparently, according to him, um, we're coming to the end of the third. And we're going into the fourth. If you align that with the seals, uh, the, the chakras of the body, it does make sense. Moving through the from the third seal where most of the solar plexus is into the fourth seal, which is closer to the soul, right? That's the fourth seal. And that energy equalizes that male-female polarity, positive, negative, and kind of like cancels each other, depolarizes or equalizes, but both the same thing. And now we have a completely different frequency of consciousness that is um, permeating reality. Now, at that point, now we have a new reality. A reality, um, at this point, it, it starts making sense, right? But a lot of stuff has to happen in order for that to actually um, manifest physically. Because it has already manifested in conscious level, and, and a lot of people are picking it up. And we are kind of like grounding that um, thought, if you want to call it that thought, you know, cloud of consciousness that 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 packet of consciousness right this here is your up upgrade you know <laughs> it's like here's a packet of consciousness now install it on the on the bio machine and then we it, it gets installed on all of humanity and then humanity makes that rising to what he calls the great change um and that's what's happening we're we're actually evolving into a new level of reality but it doesn't happen because it's time. It happens because we have chosen. We have, God has decided, has, it's it, like the evolution of consciousness has reached a place where it's ready, it's, it's vibrating at that frequency. And then the body, the DNA activates because the frequency of the bio machine is ready to turn it on. And so we're going to be diving into that um, tomorrow. We're going to be uh, starting to look into the involution and the seven root races. We talked about a, a, some of that also already in the 22nd Jinky. If you want to learn more about that, we have a bunch of any, any episodes of the 22nd Jinky. These two Jinkies are very tied up, 55th and the 22nd. 
and uh, they they go a lot about this. I personally stay away from prophecy because I understand the purpose of prophecy. The purpose of prophecy is to um, influence the attention of people in order to shift timelines. Um, so when you say this is going to happen on the 21st of you know January or whatever, you know, it never does like that because you shifted the timeline or um or it wasn't some people are, they don't even know wh why they're doing this thing they just get these downloads and then they just start talking about this um but ultimately what matters is your life you know all of this stuff is fancy and dandy and all of this stuff we talk about this atlantis and fairies and all that stuff and aliens all that's good stuff it's fun right but what matters is your life are you happy are you filled with joy do you experience the love of god do you you know cry with a sunset are you are you creating stuff you know in your life are you experiencing the stuff that you're creating are you are you connecting your is your heart open are you manifesting in your life what what you know and giving are you sharing are you being a conduit for that light of creation are you receiving that love from people from god giving sharing information making your own decisions are you sovereign all of this is all that matters right here right now in your life and yeah we can look into this awesome you know stuff and history and it's fun right but don't let it uh, distract you from the work which is integrating your shadows and returning them back to where they belong which is love the shadows have turned into monsters because we have pushed them aside. And they are not monsters. They are seeds of God. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow we're going to dive into these seven root races and involution. However, he talks about it. I'm going to bring my part of involution. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. Um, when you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, uh, we have these five menu links. One of them says Pioneers. When you click on that one, that will take you to the category, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are guests that we have on our podcast that share with us their story of their life, of their change, of their challenges. And stories are awesome, beautiful people that have, that are awakened, that have realized what the fuck's going on and that they are engaging in their life. They're taking action. And they're bringing their gifts into the world. They're sharing what they have and they're receiving and they're connecting. And they are. their attention is in a different timeline, not on the um, shadow world timeline that it's uh, ridiculously um, limited. Beautiful, um, beautiful interviews. We have them on video, also on audio, and you can find them all on the, the Pioneers link. Um, when you click on the support button link at the bottom right corner of Jorn.tv, that will take you to episode, um, that will take you to a page where you can see all of our social media. We have a Telegram chat room. If you got any questions, suggestions, you want to share everything, that's the place to do it, um, to contact us. Telegram chat, join our community there. We have three um, news channels, um, uh, Telegram news, uh, we have uh, 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 Twitter news, and we have uh, Truth Social news. And um, they all um, just, we try to focus on more physical stuff and the most objective, logical stuff with uh, trails that we can actually follow, not just, you know, 
well, yeah, the Biden is a clone, and you know, who fucking knows? Maybe he's a clone. He looks like shit. You know, he doesn't look like the old Biden. But, you know, I don't know if it's a clone or not. And what does it fucking matter? You know, what matters is, you know, how do we get him off the, of the chair? So we're focusing on effective, practical stuff. And, and you know, all of that stuff is there. We have um, a Rumble channel. And that's where you can find only all just of the videos of the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. All the guests that we have. And we have also coaching programs. If you want help understanding or integrating this work with the Jinkies, learn how to use this tool, these Jinkies, this hologenetic profile. There's a one-on-one -on -one call right there. You can schedule. There's a link right there. If you want to work deeper into integrating every aspect of your life with your deepest spiritual purpose, we have a coaching program called Life Design, and we help you um, have that point of, att of attention uh, from the connection directly to your inner drive, to your soul, to your specific signature in this lifetime. And then everything is going to start kind of aligning in your life. Because if you are one person here and another person there and one person for business and a different person with your family, you're spending a lot of energy. And at the end of the day, you're exhausted because you had to become all these things. And so there's a misalignment in, in, in your reality. So we have a very specific coaching program for that. You can check it out there. We have a coaching program for people who are stuck in their dark night of the soul. And this is not for everybody that's stuck in the dark night of the soul. It's for those who are ready to, uh, to walk with their pain and their suffering or their emptiness into the world and give. And there's a very specific process for that. But you have to be able to make that decision. If you're ready, you can click on that link and find out about that. Otherwise, you know, it takes about 20 years or 30 or 50 years to get through that one. <laughs> You've got to let go of, of definitely the, that, that hold of the personality that defines you, right? Define, I'm, I'm defined by who I am, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff that a personality would say, right? And we have a very specific coaching program for coaches. If you want to attract the kind of clients that are that can't wait to work with you, there's a very specific way to do it, and we help people use it with with podcasting, or 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 um or using it on you know Instagram or you know Twitter or video or or YouTube. You know all these different ways of reaching out to an audience. Um, depending on what you feel comfortable. Maybe you like blogging, all these different ways. But specifically using a podcast, an audio podcast, you can be a video podcast, how to actually generate highly qualified client leads on a constant basis that are in alignment with your energy, with your frequency, and they, they can't wait to work with you. And you can't wait to work with them because they're, they're, they're on your wavelength. They're not somewhere else and you have to like, you know, who knows, you, you don't, you know, sometimes you get attract clients and they're totally in a different wave and you can't connect and you can't actually help them because they're not in, they're not, they need a different kind of coach, right? So uh, that's a very specific coaching program. It's called the Client Generator and you can click on that one right there on the bottom right corner of join.tv. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.